0: All right. So I couldn't sleep last night. Right. And so like, I woke up at one o'clock in the morning and I had no idea why I was awake. Right. And so, um, so with all that, like I started doing my, um, you know, my MLS soccer, just sometimes it puts me to sleep when I read, read stuff on my phone. I don't know why it just does. So I, I go, I hop into the MLS app and I start reading stuff for, um, for the MLS feed, and I start reading, see who wrote an article for um, Minnesota United, and then there's an individual who writes an article, and he's like, "Is it MLS content creator?" So like, I totally feel for MLS content creators. Like, I'm not trying to bash anyone, but um, but you know, like, as 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 a as a you as as a former you know journalist student in aspiring journalist, um, I, you know, I always have to check my sources. So there was a point where like I think they didn't um check the nationality of Brendan Garcia and wrote about it. But I double checked it because I didn't want to call anyone out and then be wrong. <laughs> so I, I I checked it and I was like, yeah, he's Colombian. I was like, all right, they refer to him as Honduran. And I was like, all right, cool. So then I send them a. Uh, then I had to Google their name because the article, like the article now, has their Twitter handle. When I was reading it on my phone, it didn't. So I had to Google him, and then I found his Twitter, and then I reached out to him and just wrote a very nice note, saying, you know, you know, just wanted to verify or let you know that uh, Manda Garcia is Colombian and not Honduran. Have a great day, right? Um, <laughs> Reply to me at two o'clock in the morning. Oh my God. Right. And I don't, I don't, I don't remember this cause I woke up. I, I think I heard my phone buzz and I looked it up and they were like, thanks for the heads up. It's been fixed. And I go, okay, thumbs up, whatever. I go back to bed. Um, I woke up this morning and I was like, Oh, let's go check out that article. And it's funny that um, like these articles have timestamps when they've mm-hmm. been last updated the last update time was 1 a.m <laughs> so i'm not saying i'm taking credit but, but, but on this podcast i'm taking credit
1: oh my god i mean that's not even like checking your sources that's just like pulling up a roster real quick and it's all right there yes yeah, it is all right there mm-hmm the minnesota football show your regular dose of smart socially aware and occasionally snarky news and commentary about local national and international soccer.
2: the minnesota football show co-hosts are bridget mcdowell and sheila Regan, produced and co-hosted by rodrigo sanchez javeria and eric silva you can follow the minnesota football show at mnfootballshow. On your social media platform of choice.
0: Subscribe to and rate
1: the Minnesota Football Show on iTunes.
0: Anyways, welcome everyone to the Minnesota <laughs> Football Show. Um, my name is Rodrigo Sanchez Chavarria. I'm one of your co hosts. My other wonderful co host and comrade in football and nonsense, of course, is Bridget McDowell. Uh, our, our Twitter list, Eric, is out uh, conquering parts of. Wisconsin, I wanna say, right? I think um, so. Yeah. Yeah. We wish him the best and hopefully didn't have to dig out too hard to be able to get where you are. Um, but it's just us too, And we are going to try to um try to do our best on what is what has been a very new and eventful uh MLS start to the season. Um a lot of really interesting things that happen and uh, some of it some of it um involves uh, our our own Minnesota United. But let's start with um just overall, um something that I was very excited and let's start with our local news is Aurora released their schedule. And, um we are able to see that we get six home games, right? I think one, two, yep. Three, yep, six home games. Um and then those home games um first one will be may 24th um most of these are on a wednesday i believe right 7 p.m uh most of them yeah
1: i think there's a couple saturdays yeah, there a couple but saturdays yeah they're, too, but the majority they're all are on like wednesday. yeah they're all consistently like 6 or 7 p.m which, which is
0: great for me because that's usually when i step yeah
1: so, yeah you know, and mm-hmm. and we won't have to deal with as many of those uh you know the the height of the sun when it's 120 degrees and humid in the shade, like we dealt with last year. So a uh, little bit more manageable in terms of, of weather. Uh, but yeah, to, to see that drop on the day that we were dealing with, like, I think that day we got six inches of snow. <clears throat> so summer is coming. Totally.
0: Yeah by may we should probably have two inches left of snow i think right oh at least yeah at least yeah <laughs> um sure. in other minnesota aurora fc news um some re-signings that were announced this week uh sally captains maria maria Win, and jelena are all returning for second season um so that's always awesome um i was wondering what what part of the roster was going to come back and uh Watching uh, Mariah win is going to be lots of fun again this season. Um, Also, Maya Hansen returns Season 2, who was the 2022 Summit League Offensive Player of the Year. Um, And, of course, season tickets. Iron Run Rule started uh, this week as well, too, uh, with new season ticket purchasing happening in early March. Um, If you're a season ticket owner, you should have gotten an email as well as trying to figure out what um what you can what 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 level of support do you want to be there's general admission I think there's a new thing called like well there's a club and then there's like a reserve right I think it's all kind of the same. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. They They added a section of the the club seats, the um that was a step up from the bleacher seats from uh Last season, there's a few more of those sections. Uh, and yeah, I think another level there as well, small, I mean, it's a small price bump, yeah, um, which you can expect, uh, nothing crazy though. I, I renewed mine, uh, to general admission tickets They were like 96 each, uh, including taxes and fees and all that stuff. So, um, and. They'll still do free parking. They'll still keep concessions fairly low uh, compared to other stadiums. I know that was that was kind of a, a good perk last season. Um, everyone was able to get, you know, what they wanted and uh, not have to spend like 50 bucks to get snacks for two people or, you know. Um, or just so get two beers. They're still doing the it box. right. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no,
0: I I think we 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 had a a, a conversation here at home because last year we had um, I think we bought four or five I think um because we had the intention you know because G and Isa were like oh yeah we're gonna go um they ended up going but they ended up going as workers and employees. So that yeah, you they always were, had like an extra ticket to get You didn't it have, have butts in the seats. Out. for this. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So I don't know what the Aurora FC gods have in store for my children. Hopefully they have summer <laughs> jobs with them. I mean, I technically still have a staff T-shirt. So I propose that question to the Aurora <laughs> Twitter world. If that means I'm still considered staff because, you know, it could happen. But regardless, I think just we we're wear all very that, Wear
1: that under your t-shirt just That's in case right. you yeah. need to get called right. in. You know,
0: know, you you never know. I'm gonna walk into the club section, be like, I'm staff. I'll Just take off my shirt, be like, I'm <laughs> staff. I'm staff. I'm gonna stay here. I work here. I work here. Yeah, yeah. I want a free hot dog. I work here. You know. Uh, we should talk probably once once uh, more information down the road. We, I, I'm really excited to see who are the vendors. That that, mm-hmm. that that might come back. Um I know Nubia really loved the 9th uh, nine street soccer um uh, coffee slash uh lemonade. No, the lemonade thing that they had going on thing. It was yeah. really good.
1: Yeah.
0: Um we'll we... see who else shows up. Um I still want to buy my Revontulette uh zip up hoodie. So I'm hoping that they will have some of those available. I I, I wasn't able to jump in onto the other I, thing. I but...
1: heard that they're working on restocking t-shirts and probably hoodies so uh follow them on twitter if you're looking for some gear i know they were uh trying to get some more of the t-shirts in uh in the last few weeks here so uh you should be seeing those soon um i know we we joked about it but now it looks like it's actually a possibility the little uh circuit of wisconsin um, for away games, uh, June 21st, June 24th, June 29th, you have Bavarians on, or Milwaukee, hold on, yeah, Bavarians, and then on the 24th, and then Green Bay on the 29th, uh, so, if you want to get a little, um, road trip circuit in, Plan for the last week of June. I'm should be looking a fun forward
0: one. to watching the Rochester games and driving to Rochester, to be honest.
1: That's, yeah. Yeah, opening the season against Rochester and then going there, was that, June 4th. Quick turnaround. Yeah, be fun. Yeah, so, those will be fun.
0: Yeah, there will be more news is announced. Always follow them, their social medias, as well as the want let... We decided to renew our general admission tickets because we love the atmosphere that the general admission gives out specifically if you sit close enough to the Rivantulet, Um it's always a fun time. And and we were and I know Santi was super excited. Um, because Santi now loves soccer and football. Like it, thanks it to was, the World Cup. It was really
1: fun to watch him like get yeah. into it and to watch him watch games last year.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and his That's, favorite thing, which is at the end, you know, running up to the, to the edge and just high fiving all the players. I think that was that was a great tradition. I hope there's more stuff to do. I uh, I love it to be halftime um, shows when it's not too hot. I don't know where like we have fan interaction that way, right? Like, you know, I'm not saying bubble soccer. Get a, bubble
1: get a soccer, little bubble but, soccer. Yeah, <laughs> uh, bubble
0: soccer or, or just you know. Um, some crazy PK things where you like, you know, you spin yourself 10 times and then you got to go kick a goal against one of the, one, one of the goalkeepers from Aurora or something like that. I think, you know, make it a little bit more fan interaction in that sense. I think that would be amazing to see, but really excited for that. Um, you know, they, they've done a lot, um, and looking forward to to seeing what what the summer will be like. It's going to be a busy summer for the as mm-hmm. part of our family. I know that for sure. But looking forward to it. Um, just to recap from uh, last Sunday, um, we after is after we recorded the She Believes Cup, finally uh, ended. Um, the U.S. Women's National Team beat a very decent Brazil team two to one with U.S. goals by Mallory Swanson um, and Alex Morgan and Brazilians uh, goal by Ludmila. Um, I mean, I don't know if anyone got to watch this game. Did you watch this game, Bridget? But I did not. But Brazil looks good. Um, and they gave the United States some problems. There's a couple of plays where um, they literally, you know, one Brazilian pair literally one coast to coast. It it wasn't an easy, an easy win for the United States. I didn't think that Brazil tried to make it easy for them and it showed. Um, I was really excited to just be able to to see the style of play. Uh, there's a lot of good uh upcoming Brazilian talent that that's gonna be really interesting. What happens for sort of this summer? It's it's a really good I thought it was a really good um way to prep. For for the World Cup, I think, and I think all these teams, you know, from Canada to to Japan to Brazil, I, I, these these are these are things that they will totally totally do that. Uh, the U.S. women's national team wins the tournament, fourth consecutive title. Uh, Mal Swanson wins she believes Cup MVP honors as she should. I think she went. She was bonkers. I think she scored like I don't know how many goals, like four or five. Um, And, of course, the goal that Alex Morgan scored right at halftime was just a bender, uh, top of the key type of thing that was amazing. I mean, this was a really good tournament. Like, I wish people would have been able to watch it or, you know, attend it. But um, uh, in the other game, Japan beats Canada 3-0. Um, Japan is so fun to watch technically. Like, oh, my God. Like, nobody sweats. Like, I swear, they're all, like, calm the whole time when the ball is, like, you know, there's, like, running around and it's, like, oh, here, pass, 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 pass. It's, like, what? Twitch? Where? And it's just, like, for me as a coach, it's, like, exactly what gives me endorphins. And, like, I, you know, I think from now on, uh, whenever I – have a stressful day. I'm just going to find some Japan replay games where like they're just doing that or, or watch the, (laughs) if there's any, is any YouTube videos of Japan national team doing Rondo, I'm just going to watch that for like 10 minutes and just calm myself down. But overall, um, great. Um, it was, it was, it was, it was a great tournament, always one of my favorite tournaments to go into. And, um, Let's let's see. Uh, in local news, um, Minneapolis City announced their schedule. Right, um, this is for the USL. Um, let's see, they start the season May thirteenth, I believe, and against Legends. And then they go on to let's see how many home games do they have? One, two, three, four. Is that four or five? S- yeah uh-huh. one two three four yeah it looks like just four everywhere in there away wow that's crazy um that was really interesting yeah no i mean they're playing rochester uh they, they got bavarian well then united um they'll be playing uh bavarian rochester FC, and so those should be just should be good good fun games as well too um but USL Two would be the league that we'll be playing in, and we'll see how well they do this season. Uh, I know there's a lot of conversation um, about, you know, how they might have spread themselves too too thin last season, trying out trying out having three different teams. And I think that was a learning learning, and, and I think I, I I wouldn't do I wouldn't change it. I think they learned a lot, and they kind of learned what their capacity is. And of course, the return of the gaffer is always going to be great. Uh, attraction i'm i'm still on my to-do list to, is to become uh a, a, a member so that way i can at least watch some it, of these games To so that's on my to-do list as, so i can just go to watch just the gaffer just just be the gaffer out there so <laughs> as of uh
1: yesterday morning i believe they had 69 memberships left to sell uh so if you're interested get in there um It's like 70 something for the year, good perks, makes you a member, uh, gives you voting rights for kits and all that stuff. So, um, yeah, they'll be, they'll be fun to watch. I mean, last year was an experiment and I don't think anyone really expected, uh, you know, a thriller season like they had seen in NPSL. Um, so only... The only way they can go is up and I think they're making a lot of changes that uh, can can allow that to happen without you know changing all the things that we love about this club so um uh, it'll be a fun one to watch for sure
0: yeah I know I think I think um I gotta figure out where Mutu is and so I can re, <laughs> re, re, relaunch my Mutu watch but um just overall you know um I think that's that's kind of where where I'm excited about as well too. And so again, um, should be fun. Uh, If you don't, if you're not a member yet, I suggest you become a member. I mean, it's probably one of the most affordable memberships you'll get to be able to watch local soccer in a sense, right? And I think and support a good team. So we'll see, you know, um, let's jump into uh, the MLS. The MLS debuted on their uh, Apple, contract and it was at Apple and I know like West had to buy DirecTV to be able to get some of that stuff. But because Wes bought the DirecTV package, they have access to Peruvian soccer as well too. Nice. So, so I'm gonna be able to uh I might actually bring my dad out to one of the Clasicos because he's a Alianza Lima fan and um I am a Sporting Cristal fan and my brother's Alianza Lima and so I think my mom's sports boy. But regardless, um be fun. It, it, it's, it'll be fun. It will be fun. Right. Uh, and if you ever happen to be there and Helen is your bartender, <laughs> tell her to make her Chicano because she made probably one of the best Chicanos I've had at, at, at the Black Card in a while. So so there you go. Just some tips. Um, Alan Benitez was released by Minnesota United. Um People were really surprised about this. As yes, you this- do
1: twenty four yeah. hours before you hop a plane to your yeah. first match
0: yeah i think i think I think it had to a it had to do with the fact that we needed an international slot <laughs> and b the fact uh-huh. that um you know if he was still on the roster before it was released that you know he's still on the team and signed and uh, there's a bunch of con- contract things, so I'm pretty sure I yeah. had to do some of it yeah. yeah. And the era the of Alan Benitez very
1: thick line ended yeah. uh on the twenty-fifth yeah. at midnight. So, so yeah.
0: that was probably one of the things that, that needed to happen. So the era of Alan Benitez is uh over. Um I'm pretty sure uh Mr. Uh Totina Marilla is not too happy about that, and that is not the reason why he didn't wasn't in the roster. Um <laughs> But Minnesota is trying to open up more international slots. They're having um, players try to figure out how to get their green card, and I think that played into the roster that we saw this 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 uh, this game. And so I thought the MLS, like the whole app thing, was was really interesting. Like it's nice seeing really high quality videos. <laughs> it's it like I was like, oh, this is great. But I and I think there's there were a couple of glitches. At one point, I lost audio.
1: That's yeah. I was having that problem too, and I think everyone. I assumed it, I did finally get logged in from my TV through the browser, but on TV, um, and I thought some of those issues were were me. Uh, so we were joking in Slack at one point that this is the ploy to get everyone to to finally purchase all Apple products um, and just sync up. Uh, but turns out everyone was having those issues. So um few kinks for them to work out. I mean when you're broadcasting streaming like what 12 games at one time. Right. Yeah. Things are things are going to happen and for the most part I I mean the feed was good. I it was better than we've seen from like we've had some Bally games and and FSN games that were much worse. So um, Right. Losing audio and you know having it skip and buffer a couple times first half. Nothing crazy. Hey. I think we can we can live with it and for live the with quality that. that you get, yeah, for the quality that you're getting when it is working. I mean, it's it's not like I think you're it's trying a good to. Good
0: first step. I liked it. I enjoyed yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I think um, it was one of those things that for me was like I have too much access. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I I wanted to flip from game to game. I wanted yep. to, I wanted to watch, um, you know, my my Lucci, my stepdad, um, uh, really turn it on for for San Jose. I wanted to watch, um, you know, the Atlanta game because there's two Peruvians on, on opposite teams. I wanted to be able to watch that. It was just a lot to just try to get through in a sense (laughs) but overall like
1: yeah you have to you have to push like 10 buttons and wait five minutes to get to like switch games uh so it does really kind of temper your your back and forth but but it is also nice to have them all like right there like at halftime you can Yep. yep at halftime you can just pop over to another game for a little bit and yeah you know, have a whole menu of games to pick from. So, yeah.
0: so wow. I was I was watching the game with Santi. Nubia was watching the game in a room um, and like at one point, this is the funny part for us, is like Santi rewinded accidentally on the Apple T Hero all the way to the beginning <laughs> and so he was like, uh-oh and then I was like, dude, just forward and like he forwarded as much as I could <laughs> to the live, but then our yeah. then our live feed was like 30 seconds behind <laughs> so we would hear <laughs> Nubia Scream or yell, and then we'll be like, Okay, something's gonna happen, and we'll be like, "Ooh!" and so, like, and it was great, yeah, it, it, was, it that's was a it was pretty awesome. decent
1: amount of leg, but
0: yeah, I mean, we should have just X'd out and then restarted it, but you know, we're, we're lazy that way, so yeah, I mean, that would have taken forever. I would have been um, like, Yeah, no, whatever, and so you know, but it was fun watching with Santi, I think he got really excited. Um, You know, there was a lot um, to do that. But let's jump in quickly into some of the highlights of this game. If you don't know by now and then you're waking up and you've been in some sort of Twitter list or Internet uh, free environment. um, Minnesota United defeated Dallas FC Dallas with their their kid has like a Dallas burn throwback. Right. With the little fiery thing. Yeah i thought it was really interesting because like i was like i remember seeing that little fiery flame from somewhere and it's of course from the dallas burn era um so um yeah i found that that was that was that was a good touch but um your your loons or your legionless of loons or i don't know what you want to call them overall your
1: legionnaires
0: your legion oh yeah (laughs) yeah let's not go that route. (laughs) <laughs> um legion uh, by osmosis of loons um, were able to defeat Dallas 1-0 um, there was no Amarillo who we talked about was trying to get their green card papers um, uh, Arriaga beat the team to Dallas after getting his paperwork same as Rosales <laughs> of course this is the uh, Ray no-show um, era at the moment there were interviews given out uh, and updates in your local, um, in your local feeds or newspapers regarding, you know, there was the interview with, um, with Sherry, with, um with the new, oh geez.
1: CEO. Yes. Thank Sherry you. Sherry Ballard. Yep. yeah
0: mm-hmm. And it's kind of revealed that there's more um, that we don't know about this. Um, you know, that they're either dealing with family issues or personal issues. Uh, I think in a lot of different conversations that we had people just want to make sure that he's okay. Um we don't know any anything besides that. Um and hopefully, you know, um he said he's talked to not directly, but like by osmosis in some sort of way, talked to people that saying that he does want to come back. Um but he has uh and things he... that he's, he's got to take care of.
1: Yeah, there were reports yesterday, too, that he was, like, texting teammates and, and saying good luck, and he'll be watching. So, I mean, he's he's still plugged in. Um, so, we'll kind of see what what develops over the next few weeks here. I would think we, we possibly get a little bit more. Um, but, yeah, it's, I mean, I don't think you can expect him to be back here, you know, anytime soon. Which
0: um, which led to an interesting uh idea of, of personnel that you had available. So um the starting lineup for your loons were um were Miguel Tapias and Boxy as your center back, um pairing um I think with it uh Valentine was the right back. Um and then lawrence was the left back and i'm trying to go off memory but maybe i should just perhaps look at the lineup at one point but you know i'm i'm trying to just you know go off but overall we came out with a with a style uh what looked like a paper as a four two three one but it was actually more as a four four two so you had trap and ariaga as your as your two and then you had um Longwane, Lude as a center and Fragapane on left, and of course you had uh, Mende Garcia um, as your as your striker. Um, and I think even though he came out as a 4-2-3-1, I think it functioned most of the majority of the time as a defensive 4-4-2 uh, that could break into a 4-2-3-1 when you were trying to to counter. I thought you know um, this this the first 15-20 minutes just. Look extremely chaotic um, people trying to settle oh. in uh, people trying to understand. Uh, and of course, you know, you have an FC Dallas who have Jesus Ferreira uh, who can forget the Panenka Velasco uh, that we lost on the uh, last last year in the playoffs, um, of course, Paula Riola. Um, Becky G's uh, fiance Sebastian. To get, I mean, you you had um, it's a pretty decent squad. We were pretty much last year, if you go by by the stats, we were pretty much even even with Dallas, um, in a sense with goal scores and opportunities and all the other stuff. Um, so it was really you know, it was trying to go trying to figure out what what kind of sense and what was going to be available to play. Um, Minnesota used a lot of the wings, um, a lot. I didn't see a lot of playing in the midfield, um, and I th- that's something that you know it's going to be the type of. I mean, this team is that is going to play boring soccer for um, until until they can figure out how to implement inc- that midfield, how to make Lude be more of a of a distributor and, and ball creator. Um, and I think you know overall, I mean, I thought this you know was 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 a decent start, you know. Um, we kind of have somewhat of identity. First, first games are always a crapshoot. This does not mean that this exactly. is what this team's going. Yeah. This team's going to play like for the rest of the season. Um, it just means that you know. I think you had a mentality that we are going to try to play defensively as much as we can and take our chances where we get them. And I thought you know overall, three points away against uh, against a playoff opponent last year that beat you in PKs you'll take that. You know what I mean?
1: I Absolutely. Mean. Uh, I mean, I think we saw a little bit more of the midfield in like the first 10, 15 minutes, like they were trying to kind of work that out and, and play it that way. But yeah, then you starts, started to see a lot more work on the wings, um, which they had to, I mean, you've got, you've got Pamy and Ferreira just tearing through the midfield. Um, best way to stop those counters was just to take it to the wings. And, uh, I mean, it worked out. Mender's goal kind of, kind of started out there, quick counter, um, long run in, uh, but it's, yeah, it is going to be interesting to see kind of how that settles out because for sure, this isn't this isn't the midfield that you want to see, uh, in terms of function with, and you'd expect a little bit more with, with playing right in front of trap. Um, but at the same time, this has been, that's been like a consistent issue this entire time. So, uh, we're not going to see any instant changes, obviously they've been working on that for seven years. So, um, we'll give them, we'll give them a few games to kind of work into that and and work with that 4-4-2 four, four, um and i mean the lineup on paper is never what they're playing on the pitch anyway so uh yeah you won't get caught up in that one too much but um no i i think it was a solid start there were plenty of little mistakes that could have led to something bigger we saw a big giveaway from Tapias in the in the second half um but for the most part i mean the So many games last season, especially towards the end of the season, we spent all of our time talking about Boxy and Coleman and, and Lawrence and trap giveaways and, and things like that. Uh, Much less of that last night. Um, Yeah, of course, of course, a trap yellow card in like the 30th minute. (laughs) Um, Right. Yeah. Yeah. And, and there were some, that's what you expect with this matchup. There's, there's always some really physical tough play and fouls. Um, and we saw quite a few of those, especially second half. But um, I think it's a, it's a pretty solid start, especially given all the difficulties of the last few weeks and all the question marks just going into this game. Like we talked about with Rosales and Ariaga and Honoria, are they going to make it to Dallas? Are they going to? just end up skipping this game. Right. So. I it, think
0: I think this was really good for morale, both for the players. Mm-hmm. I thought Tapias, with the mistakes that he made, was, you know, I to me, it was expected. I think he's going to get better. Yeah, but it's, he his, is,
1: it's his first game between. And, yeah. and, and that entire was side was new. Yeah, you've got Tapias and then Valentin. Um, but I thought it was solid. It's going to take so, some time. Yeah. You
0: know, I thought overall that line looked, look confident enough to be able to get rid of balls uh specifically on set pieces um i thought uh tapias has been tapias had a couple of deep passes that i wasn't expecting that totally bypassed midfield Yeah, and uh kind of reminds you a little bit of the DeBossi passes that are pinpoint accurate uh and puts me in in an interesting position as to like what would the bossy when he's ready to come back if he's ready to come back what will this back line look like does that mean we switch I mean I love to see this at a three center back back line with those three because it just seems to be a lot of uh it would be a lot of fun to watch yeah um but overall like it also in the second half let for boxy to be able to come up more and we haven't seen boxy come up more i think the last time boxy scored a goal was in 20 then 2019 season where he scored two um and you all know i love defender goals that's like literally my favorite thing to celebrate I like defender goals and i want boxy to get a goal um really bad
1: and he was and he was so close on that one the header yeah the header oh my god <laughs> Uh, if, if that had come in just a little bit lower, I think he, he would have nailed that yep, one. He like, out jumps everyone by more. like three feet. Yeah. The dude has like five feet of vertical. Yeah. And so but like, he's, he's the one that you want to have. It, it wasn't even a set piece. I mean, we, we've seen that from him on like corner kicks and free kicks where they put him up there because he does have that vertical reach. Um, but this wasn't even, I, I mean, the cross came in from the corner, but it was a run of play and he just leapt up there and and went for it um yeah and for so all yeah, those seeing like, seeing all those guys press back. up
0: yeah no i think the, the the thing for people to understand is like that type of header is literally one of the hardest things to yep. do because in midair you have to be able to provide yeah, you got going to meet it just right yeah, nope. so it's it's a lot about timing, but it's also a lot about it's work. It, it's, it's it's all it's
1: all deflection, and you yep. have to get, get so many factors. Yeah. Yep,
0: and and deflection. We'll we'll talk about that when we when we do a little bit of MLS wrap up. Uh, but uh, I thought overall, like you know, it was it was really interesting, like seeing Boxy come up more and maybe having him having a confidence on Miguel Tapia and the back line to be able to, but just talks more about what um, DSC has been doing a lot too. Mm-hmm. Like he was more vocal this time. He was barking orders.
1: Yeah. And he didn't have to scream at the guys after the fact. He, he was shouting instructions before, um, you know, to, to avoid some of those issues and and you're going to need that with the back line with, with two new guys. Um, and, he and he and Boxy have always been really vocal. Uh, Lawrence last season started off pretty vocal being, uh, new to the team, but still a veteran in the league. Um, and I think, I think we see Dayton kind of coming into his own. I mean, he's matured a lot through, through the off season. Um, some of that probably came from spending part of the, part of the winter with the world cup. Uh, with Canada at the World Cup, he, even though he was on the bench, I, I think that was a good environment for him. Um, and the so the goal was a was a cleanup ball, which was one that we last season we didn't see too many of these. Um, players tended to just quit on the follow through, but yep. we saw the Frogapane breakaway shoots pass yep. just. Deflects it out, and it falls right to Mender, and he just nailed it. Um, I think
0: that that whole the whole thing is interesting because um, Ariaga sends a ball in, and then Mender kind of chests it down. Yeah. Not even before it touches the ground, Fragapani lets lets out this disgusting, just shot that you're like, belts it. holy yeah. cow! I was like, you know, and then the goalkeeper, there was no way the goalkeeper was gonna catch that, so he had to deflect oh. it. And it just pushed it right back to where Mender was and he stepped up, and drilled the ball, and that's a hustle goal. I mean, that's a goal that you want. Absolutely. And and it's a different type of goal that we've scored last that's, year. We've, and I think- they've
1: missed so many of those. And or just failed to see them in the first place and didn't even take those opportunities. But he stayed there and watched it. Um, and that's that's a thing that we've we've been on this team to to figure out for years, right? Like just follow it through and you might get those goals. Um, and this time it's, there were a few kind of garbage goals uh, with that tactic last season where you crash into the goal, trying to follow the ball, um, and happen to also get the, the ball across the line, but this was solid and he, I think it really spurred the attack. He didn't let up, uh, they all saw that they could get one. It. It was a morale boost as well
0: yeah um and, and we, there was a lot of like and i don't know if it's because we play in dallas but there was a lot of hustle yes from players that usually we don't give credit or we don't point out that they're hustlers so i thought praga did a good job hustling um i i thought a lot of different players did too um i think there was, a, there was a, a section in the game where we possessed the ball for like maybe three minutes and we just kept rotating the ball, Lou kept yeah. touching the ball and passing it back. And that's kind of like what I want to be able to see is I don't want Lude to be the kind of like the super creator, but I want him to distribute the ball. And if the ball needs to come back to him, like a lot of people were moving and they were moving the ball around and we were trying to create chances. Sure, we weren't as like, successful, but I think that's that that's an encouraging thing for me to see. The involvement of Luden to the offense. And but apparently, you know, if the ball is out, you know, I don't know, 40 yards, um we have someone that can take a big kick and that's Ariaga.
1: Mm-hmm. That
0: that free kick on the 36 minute awesome. that literally rattled the the goalpost was one of the things that Santi was like, you know, super ecstatic about. We were like, holy cow, you know, um that is that is impressive, right? And I think it's that's insane. one of the things. Yeah, and so um, that was one of the things too as well too. I mean, DSC had a lot of good saves. There seems to be a lot of communication between the center backs and DSC, and I think that's that's always encouraging to see, and I'm happy about that. Um, I was also mostly happy to see are uh, back in the 60-second yes. minute. Um, I think the, the team changed a little bit more of the dynamic um, and I think that's one of the things too, that, um, that I was happy. Papa Dotson is now on the, uh, <laughs> is on the, on the pitch and you could tell that, you know, he didn't have a defensive role, but more like a, an attacking role. And, and I think with Llewitt trying to get him the ball a couple of times, but man, was that fun to see. And so much good. Uh, and that doesn't go to without saying, you know, that, um, Around the fifty-sixth minute or fifty-fifth minute, right? Uh one of the one of the Dallas defenders has a blunder and Mender Garcia just takes off and literally gets tackled from behind at the top of the box. Uh-huh. We're all thinking dog so, right? We're thinking uh denying a a, a goal scoring opportunity. Uh, you know, even Jeff Ruder said so. But you know, the call was 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 there was no VAR. There's pretty much that it wasn't even a foul. I think, right? Uh, yep. Just... They
1: just played on, um, which was puzzling, right? Like he's he's going one v one with the keeper, and at, the ball is off of his foot. Like he's trying. I don't think he was shooting there. I think he was trying to send it past, uh, past so that he could get around him. But yeah, the defender comes in and just stabs a foot in the ball is well off of Mender's foot by that point, uh, right at the edge of the box. And the three of them kind of get tangled up, uh, Mender's down for like a minute. Dallas tried to counter after that. And he was still down when it trickled out over the sideline at the other end. How there was no review is beyond me, considering some of the yellow cards that were handed out and some of the other files that were called. Um, I don't get it. and it, so it'll be interesting to see what the the pro uh, analysis is going to be. Um, you know they they always look at those calls and and kind of review how it could have gone better. We'll see what that report turns up this week. Um, It, I mean, it's not like it was a play that would have cost them the game. It certainly would have been a a momentum changer um, to get the foul there to, I mean, potential red card for the defender, but at least a yellow at the very least that had to be a yellow. So Um, for the other things that were being called through the game, how that is not a card or even a whistle there wasn't even a whistle on that play
0: i mean like, if you look at the replay you know the defender has a foot and then as 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 bender is trying to keep moving forward his foot hits his foot and then he falls it's like yeah if that's not impeding something you tell me what he it isn't, right? stomped
1: right on his plant foot as he's that's running funny. yeah like
0: said, so let's let's see what the um the realtors say with the instant replay <laughs> aspect this as, as to one but i think this is a good candidate um one of the things that was really amazing was to me it's like i like i was looking at the stats dallas had nine corners and
1: minnesota had zero yep and and so then that go ahead that was that was another improvement Right. we they've consistently had problems defending set pieces, especially corners, Dallas didn't score on any of those corners. They weren't even close. I think there, there may have been one, um, where Dane had to really work for it, but for the most part, I mean, usually you see, you see especially with Dallas, I mean, you see them get a corner and you kind of just hope, uh, hope that dane happens to see something that everyone else doesn't um and it didn't even come down to him most of them they got headed out kind of trickled out picked up on the counter and and ended the play and that's exactly what we've been begging to see for years uh, so they've right. definitely been working on those yeah i mean um uh the
0: defense clear, there's 30 clearances compared to 13. Yeah. To, so, I mean, that totally tells you that, you know, defense is one of the, the focuses that I've been doing. And I don't know if that's just a team attitude or is it Miguel Tapia's in the Right, sense is of it certain boxing, guys coming
1: in? You know,
0: yeah. And I think, you know, that makes me comfortable in a sense to just be able to do that. And uh, I, overall like defensively, like I know people always want the flashes and other stuff, but like I have a feeling that this is kind of like what we're, what this team is going to look like without Reynoso, right? We're going to yep. be, uh, you know, we're going to be directed at some things, but we are going to take our chances and we're going to be more defensively sound. It, re- it reminds you of the early Nashville, in a sense, right? Yeah. And as we know, Nashville in their first um, year of existence, they went to the playoffs, right? Well, they had to, but, you know, that's different. But they're a very sound defensive team. And there's nothing wrong with that. Um, and I think, um, you know, hopefully this is sort of the identity the team has. Um, you know, we can't speak to what's going to happen, already But, you know, I don't think Dallas had lost a home um, MLS debut season in, like, 13, 13 games. Yeah, and- like,
1: oh, nine. something like that
0: and so the the loons were able to do that and i think that was that that that's you know that's something to be proud of and i think that's that's a morale boost for this team that truly does need one um and And, i think you know it would be interesting to see what what is going to be if this if this is one consistent thing that we do ask it'd be this (laughs) right exactly Um,
1: you know, um,
0: and it, I, it
1: proves that it, you don't need somebody to be flashy. I mean, Reynoso great. He has some really cool footwork, and sometimes he gets the ball to the right person. Um, he had plenty of assists, plenty of key passes, uh, but you don't always need that. Uh, you can have these team goals, the these efforts where you just kind of chip away at the at the defense, and that's just fine. Um, you don't need the flashy guy. It doesn't have to be pretty. We've, we've, they've proven that many, many times. Um, I thought it was, it's interesting having these, uh, these commentators who, you know, aren't working with the team, um, aren't working with either team, fully neutral commentary crew and hearing how they talk about the club and it it truly is like without Reynoso they can't do anything. So there was a whole lot of like, can this guy replace him? Can Lude replace Reynoso? Are we seeing Ludes? Are we seeing Ray's replacement? Um, Who's gonna score the goals? Ray wasn't scoring that many goals. All of these guys were getting the goals last season. Ray of course helped. Like, obviously, but it's- Ray was
0: a leader last year, so. Yeah. Yeah, um, but regardless, right? The goals don't come from our forwards. The goals exactly. come from from our midfield or our wingers, and yeah. um, I think it's not so much as Lude can take over Reynoso, but can Lude be a functioning distributor? That's exactly yeah. You can so, have
1: function without having the one playmaker exactly, who's who's right. doing all the fancy passing. Like you yeah. don't you don't necessarily need that. Uh, this is the utility lineup, and it worked. And I mean, Mender's goal was a, was a rebound, but um, it came from a lot of effort, uh, a lot of creativity to even get into that point. So um, you don't need, I don't think you necessarily need a Reno. So they, I mean, they needed him at the point that he came in. Yes. Um, Do you... I don't think it's going to be make or break without him. And I think last night kind of cemented that, that they can be functional. Yeah. I mean, him. I
0: think it's a first good step. I think also too, is like you're, you're getting players back, right? Dotson's a big lift. Um, and I think that's, that that's one thing too. Um, but, you know, having Ariaga and Rosales, though Rosales, I, I'm, I know he's young, but I'm still out on the aspect of how he plays. <laughs> there was that one where he like, Galloped and like almost fell over because he reacted late on someone trying to tackle him. From yeah, behind. and I know, uh, I know. A lot of the times he seems to be just he can get one or two good passes in, and then he just does something that no one really thinks about. Um And you're like, "What?" I was like, "What was he thinking there?" But regardless, right? I mean, we have to be able to 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 assess what we see in front of us. And you know, if Loons fans want the excitement um i don't know if that would be the season to kind of focus you work on the flashy stuff i just it's just going to be a grind type team um and i don't i'm not i'm not opposing to that you know like if you can create some sort of identity and consistency i said whatever you know go for it exactly there's
1: there's depth now i mean right Ray had to be that guy last year because there wasn't much depth. You you had a lot of issues out of, out of the back. So you needed that guy up top season before, um, it was, it was a lot of the other guys scoring those goals and, and the midfield having to come together and work. So, um, yeah, we'll, we'll see how that develops. And I think with the guys, uh, in place on the back line, I think that took a lot of pressure off. Uh, definitely some, some questionable moments, uh, Rosales, a few errors, uh, Tapia said the the giveaway and it, he got a little bit sloppy in the second half, but I think that's to be expected the first game of the season. So overall, I mean, solid performance and, um, I mean, we'll see how they pull it together as other guys filter back. I mean, we might not see Ray soon, but. Hopefully, uh, Maria gets the paperwork figured out um, during the bye week here, uh, and everyone else kind of filters in and settles in for the season.
0: And with that, let's just quickly run through um, what was Saturday's uh, game. So Nashville beat New York City 2 to nothing. Um It's kind of funny because uh, Walker Saruman scored the first goal and then ran to the corner flag, and... People are wondering what he said. Well, he was quoting part of the, uh, because they were debuting the Johnny Cash uh, kits. And so he quoted the Ring of Fire. Uh, So (laughs) it totally (laughs) makes no sense. With Uh, with
1: all the guys doing air guitar around. Exactly right. Yeah, Yeah. so that
0: was fun. Um, Atlanta defeated San Jose. And this was actually a game that if you guys had the MLS access to it, you should rewatch because Atlanta came back, uh, World Cup, Winner, um, Thiago was a Tiago was was able to bring back Atlanta, and I thought that was great. This is also the return of Brad Guzan from his injury. So, um, but Ebobesi, dear Lord, you know this team is going to be a team that's going to build and it's going to be better, I think. And you know, um, Lucci takes back the the gold, the the gold, the gold t- ticket, or no, should we say the gold award for best dressed coach because. <laughs> that man just looked at there, there. Cincinnati was able to defeat I think Houston it's his permanently.
1: He doesn't yeah, give that
0: up. I, hopefully. Yeah. Uh, Cincinnati defeated Houston two to one. DC was able to defeat uh Toronto three to two. That was a crazy game as well, too. Cause uh uh in uh, who's the who's the Italian player for Toronto? Uh Insignia, I
1: think it that? is. That- yes. Uh,
0: left early because of a non-contact injury, so hopefully not up for the season because that was their biggest signing. Uh, Miami was able to defeat Montreal. Orlando uh, defeated New York one nothing. Philly, of course, thumped Columbus four one. Austin, the Austin De Verdes, lost three to two to St. Louis. I think that was something I was not expecting. And so mm-hmm. I didn't get a chance to watch that game. I'm probably going to rewatch it um because that seems like a fun thing. And of course, on Saturday the last game was uh the night game was Salt Lake versus uh Vancouver. Salt Lake won 2 to 1. That was actually a decent game. And, you know, I think today we only have Seattle, right? In Colorado The Sunday. Seattle and Colorado maybe. Yes. So that should that should be it. That should be good.
1: Um, Uh, and then Monday, uh, the rescheduled Portland SKC, right. Um, they were, they were, yeah, they were able to do a quick turnaround on that one because SKC was already in town when, when the snow hit Portland and and that was called off. So,
0: yeah. And there's also the whole, um, California. That one, I believe they said is
1: going to be replayed July 4th.
0: Yeah. El Tráfico is going to be—they got hit with snow. Like the fact that Ventura Ventura got snow—that's just, (laughs) that's something I didn't think I would be watching or hearing. Some
1: some of the news interviews with people are like, "I just moved here. I didn't know this was possible." (laughs) It's like, welcome to California. Thank you very much for listening to the show. Join the Patreon at patreon.com backwards slash Minnesota Football Show. Welcome back to the second half of the Minnesota
0: Football Show. Uh, this is the international news section. We are um, we are blessed to have our international news expert, Um, Oh, that Eric is my praise. Who That's who apparently grade. I was not great at communicating that we were I thought you were freaking Wisconsin. We, we were Double supposed to be well, here.
2: We were supposed to be, but yeah, weather. Hashtag weather. <laughs> um yeah, we get started here. So the first thing I got is the uh, a tribute to the lost Ghanaian player in the earthquake we talked about last week, uh, Christian Atsu. This was um uh Ajax's Mohammed he scored a free kick and then took off the shirt and had a really nice uh you know you know how they do just like a white hanes t-shirt and then they scribble on whatever they're going to scribble on but he had a nice uh recognition and tribute to uh rest in peace atsu which is which is a cool thing to see we'll probably be seeing more of it i would i would assume as well a lot of the the turkish teams are starting to get back into league play and there's there's been, there's been tifos and there's been uh you know, other, other little actions of solidarity and things like that with, with the tragedy here. And so I'm, I'm, I'm guessing this will, won't be the last. Any other, did you, did, did you all see anything related?
1: Uh, all of the teams and even Premier League all had a black armband on.
2: Yep. That's what there they did go. for
0: the Newcastle game too, as well. So it, was, it was just a black armband. And so, but I mean, you know, what a story, though, in the sense of like how it's touched so many and yeah. just yeah. gives you an idea of how football is fragile and life is fragile and how that all gets intertwines together. Whoever thinks that, you know, football is not sociopolitical mm. at any point in time needs to just look at right, the story, and be yeah. like, Oh,
1: really? Mm-hmm. Um, no? Okay. We, I think we forgot to mention uh, MLS teams were wearing a black armband as well uh, for Anton walks who we talked about last month died in a, a boat crash right. in Florida in January. Um, so Charlotte had a big tribute for him. They, their match was at home. Um, saw some of the video from that tribute. That was a lot. Um, but yeah, we'll, we'll see a lot more of the, uh, outside world kind of coming in. Um, especially these first couple
2: months. Well said. Yeah. Um, all right. Champions League. I know Bridget doesn't want to talk too much about this one, but uh, uh, the first one was Napoli still cruising uh two nil win over Frankfurt. God, they are, is. they're legit contenders. Like this is a team that could be in the final. Totally. They're really good. They're really good. And they're just, I know consistent.
0: Maradona at one point is like laughing from wherever he's sitting.
2: Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, the other match was I don't even know how to describe this thing. Um well your final score is Real Madrid five, Liverpool two. But we've got to break it down because there was basically two different matches that happened in the span of like twenty minutes. Um sorry, Bridget. <laughs> pre pre apology. The
1: first 14 minutes were great.
2: <laughs> they sure were That's for right. your Liverpool. Um Yeah, they score early and they score quickly. Uh, Nunez with uh, an immediate goal in the fourth. And then Salah gets his in the 14th. Liverpool cruising. 14 minutes, 2-0. And in fact, um, no, never mind. I I was going to say something else. Yeah. So they get this great start. And then we've seen this before with this Real Madrid squad. This was basically all last season's Champions League. They, They would always go down. They'd always look beat up. And then somehow they'd find a way to the point where they win the actual Champions League this way. Even that final was kind of similar. They looked beat up until the very end, and they got that stoppage time uh, uh, stoppage time tie, I think, to take it to PKs or whatever. It was it was bananas. It was insane. So here they go again. Uh, like Bridget said, up to the 20th minute, it's all Liverpool. And then they wake up and realize, wait a minute, we have a game to play. Um, and our guy, Vinicius, decides to start things off Scores in the 21st, um, quickly followed by his brace in the 36. So, at this point, it's 2-2. Two, two. Um, was Minitones, was, was, was it in stoppage or was it in, in second half? I can't remember now.
1: Mm, second half.
2: Okay. So, 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 they went to halftime tied, right? 2-2. Two, two. Yep. yep. And then, you know, halftime conversation just must have been, we, we, what are we doing, guys? Let's just. Let's just do do our job and put this thing away which is what they do. So they come back. It, Go ahead. It,
1: it's weird because there were two massive keeper blunders to kind of start that off. So um Madrid had one uh that that led to the second Liverpool goal. Um, oh yeah yeah.
2: We seeing that. He
1: just he just walked it right in past the keeper. Um it was Courtois, then, right? Yep. Ah yeah. And then um Allison had a had a problem uh, with the he was trying to make a clearance and they played it right off of him into goal. So uh, and those were within like five minutes or something like it was absurd. So. So yeah, that that first goal kind of started that way. And then um, yeah, Madrid just went for it second half.
2: They did. They did. Militon gets his in the 48th and then. Uh, Benzema wakes up, uh, 56, 67, gets his brace as well. Again, 5-2, the final. Uh, the only thing I can really think of in terms of a uh, uh, comparison here is Croatia. It's similar, like we saw, like in the last World Cup and the World Cup before that. It's just like you, you might score on them, you might get the lead. <laughs> so we talked about with with Zeller on, on when we did the combined shows. Like if you do not completely take them down <laughs> immediately, they will find a way to come back and punish you at the very end. Here's Real Madrid. <laughs> <laughs> just basically doing I mean, that
0: <laughs> for, for me like i literally like i was watching this at the g, g and i and, and and people were watching this at the and i turned and i turned to Corey shrepo and i said it's like if you were like attacking how do you how do you tra- talk trash to uh um uh, the the liverpool goalkeeper what are you what do you what do you tell because every time that like, he touched the ball i would yell out fascist goalkeeper right um <laughs> at the bar and like people would be like looking at me and people were laughing at me um zeller too and then i was like what would you do and i just came up with a scenario where like you know i, I if i was somebody else i would just come up to him and tell him hey i just subscribed you to AmazonWatch.com, you know <laughs> or like or like, or like, or like, or like, I'd be like, come up to it's like, it's like the the only Amazon would be like talking to him, and be like, the only Amazon you believe in is is the one Jeff Bezos owns. You know what I mean? And so like, just just, but overall, this is like like he had a horrible game, like, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. and it's and it's been like to be honest with you, it's been a theme this season, like he's not been extremely consistent, and I to be to be honest i don't I don't know what what what's in the cards for him, but just you know some some were his fault some some were not his fault, but just overall the level of confidence in him is just like wishy washy right now it's like i don't I don't have any confidence in him at all
2: I feel like it started with the World Cup. I think the World Cup did something to him psychologically probably um yeah. <laughs> Did you guys talk about the, the 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 St. Louis striker, the Joan Klaus?
0: <laughs> no, not yet, but you
2: can. Oh man. Well I was I was just gonna say like we, we should be clear too. Like there, there there were German immigrants in the southern Cone before the Third Reich. But having said that, we all know that there were a number that came after as well. And you know, Brazilian tradition, you, you get nicknames, right? So at least with, with Alisson, he was able to be like, whoa, Alisson Becker. I think I'm just going to have everybody call me Alisson. He at least covered that, a little bit of that up right away. <laughs> like, <laughs> if your name is João Klaus, and he might be a great guy. Like, I'm, I'm not going to slander him completely because I don't know exactly who he is. But it's just like, if I was, if I was writing a comic book and I wanted, like, a, a Nazi villain from southern Brazil... I would, and I and I called him Joan Klaus. Like my editor would be like, nobody's gonna believe this. You need to pick a different name. <laughs> Come on, give yourself a nickname, man. Give yourself a nickname. Uh, I mean,
0: colonialism goes far and wide. <laughs> that's what yeah. you get, that's what you get. People like me who uh, who have my dad has like a Schwartz last name, right? Sanchez Schwartz. That's his last name. So I'm like.
2: You, you yeah. just cut it off and don't use it. That's what you do. <laughs> hey, like, I became I don't
0: know what you're I talking be- about. My parents got married, I became Sanchez Chavarría. Not
1: that's it. I colonizer from yeah.
0: <laughs> I cut out the colonizer from my from my lane. That's what I did. I suggest uh, a lot of people do that too, just in case. Right. Um, you want to talk about uh the rounds of 16 with Champions League still then?
2: Yeah, we got a few more. I I don't have a whole bunch of notes on on the other ones compared to the Real Madrid Liverpool that was like the big show um inter beat uh porto 1-0 uh leipzig put on a good performance and actually tied man city 1-1 um whether that's going to be uh sustainable for the for the second leg probably up in the air probably not but good job to at least hold them to a tie there at at home in, in leipzig so good on them um i don't know any other comments on those two they weren't nearly as entertaining as the I mean, what's going to be as entertaining as Liverpool Real Madrid? They're, I don't know, Man City pretty just high
0: falling off right now. I don't know what's mm-hmm. wrong going on with them, but they don't look well, as.
2: Go ahead. No, you're you're spot on. I was just going to say let's just talk Europa because there were some big surprises in in this one. There was, you know, we don't we don't spend a lot of time on it generally, but interesting things happening here. Um, sporting looks great. Uh, they're going through. They 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 smoked the. Oh, I'm not going to try the Norwegian team. Midtjylland help <laughs> Midtjylland. Anyway, they smoked him, 4-0, 5-1 aggregate. Um, the Monaco-Leverkusen match it was just... You got to go back, I guess, to the first round, too, because we're talking about an aggregate. Well, Leverkusen wins and is going through, by the way, 3-2, but we're aggregate of 10-8. There were 18 goals over two legs, you That's guys. That's was going to say.
0: 18. But this was this decided in penalties, though, right?
2: Yeah. Oh, no, That's wait. Nuts. Yeah, 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 you're right. Penalties, yes. Yes. Just crazy time, though. Yeah. Um, we, we were
0: upset about the Man U Barcelona game here in this household. A lot of people were cussing.
2: Not me. Yeah, but- it was. <laughs> I, I was a little sad, too, just cause as, as well as they're doing right now. And, and Xavi seems to like actually have the, the engine running the way it's supposed to be, finally. But, uh, yeah, Manchester United 2-1 to one with a 4-3 aggregate. So, Barcelona is out. Yeah. um Juventus they're going through also 3-0 over not for a 4-1 aggregate Sev- uh, Yeah, Sevilla took down Eindhoven they actually lost the match but they got the aggregate at 3-2 good stuff for every actually I don't get the did did the uh, Shakhtar beat Ren they were still playing I think when, when I wrote this one down Roma goes through Union Berlin over Aj- Ajax was a big one Ajax um three to one and then three to one um the, the IX supporters are just absolutely incredible. But they're out. Um yeah, so I, I, I don't know about the Ren Shakhtar, one. I was gonna say would be cool. Could some actually good news for folks in Ukraine if, if Shakhtar I is through.
1: I think Shakhtar won. Okay. But I'm gonna look that up.
2: And that's about uh that's about it. So I think Rodrigo is is, is right there. The, the the big headline is is Barcelona out. Um but Likely in Champions League next year, assuming they win the league and kind of hold their position as it stands right now in La Liga. So, I mean, you know, Schachter
1: wins 5 4 on penalties.
2: So, beautiful. True.
0: I mean, you look at the Univerlin team though. I mean, they're 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 on a tear not only on this, but also in the Bundesliga. Like, they're tied for second with Bayern. So, right now, like, I mean, when was the last time you, you you were telling me that Bayern didn't look like they might actually win the Bundesliga? Yep. It's gonna be really interesting in the next match, so
2: Daryl DK, no call up. <laughs> <laughs> um was the Monaco Lever- Lever- Leverkusen so was it was it 10 8 PKs or was or were those actual aggregate goals? There were goals, right?
0: Um, I think they were PKs. Ah, oh, okay,
2: right on. That makes more sense. I stand corrected. Yeah, that makes more sense. I did not watch that match. Which is, which is what's clearly coming. Well, right I mean, now. eighteen goals <laughs> is still thought, a lot. I just it's saw the score. I was like, it bless. is. Yeah,
1: it is. It is still a lot. I mean, you don't really expect even that many on PKs. So
2: that is that is a long PK sequence for sure. Very. All right. Um. I didn't get much in, in English Premier League, so I will throw to you two that have stakes in EPL if you want to get anything out. I know Rodrigo wants to talk about whatever's happening today that he started recording early, so go ahead. Uh, I mean,
0: today's uh, is a, is a final between uh, Man U and Newcastle. I think Newcastle, last time they we were in a final, was it what, 56 years a long ago? Long time ago. Yeah, so it's gonna say 56 years ago. Last time they won anything, probably longer than that. <laughs> I don't know. Um, uh, but you know, it's a big game. Um, and uh Manu is playing like um, like they like like a different team. So we'll see which team shows up and we'll see which team uh Newcastle brings out and hopefully, you know, I will be celebrating um, a Newcastle win throughout this whole week uh and 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 rubbing it in anyone's faces that comes into uh my vicinity um just because i don't get to celebrate that too but at the same time you know i will be also be be condemning the 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 oil blood oil that, that, that it takes for a team to to do something positive in a sense but regardless That's what's going on for me today. I can care less about anything else going on in the EPL um, or the fact that um, a game didn't happen. We talked about this last podcast. A game that didn't happen uh, in which Liverpool literally blanked um, uh, Newcastle. um, And I don't even know if Pope's playing for this game. So I ain't got nothing else to talk about the EPL, but you'll go ahead.
2: Bridget?
1: All I got, uh, Arsenal is a few points clear at the top. Now they off of yesterday's results. So okay. a little bit more space up top, um, Man City, of course, right behind them. But,
2: mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. They had a big win yesterday too. Started, uh, Oh yeah. no, it was the own goal that I was thinking of. Yeah. They got the, one of the own goals as well. Um, I was thinking about, Rodrigo mentioned um, Bayern and Union going for that top spot. They're actually playing right now. So, two and three. So, right now, actually, Dortmund is number one, by the way, but but yep. whoever wins this match will probably jump. So,
0: Well, I mean, there's just a, a three-point difference right now. Yep. So, like, a zero zero tie between yes. Munich, Bayern and Union Berlin has got Dortmund at 46, Bayern at 44, and Union Berlin at 44. So, it's Liga. a tight race and we haven't had one of those in a while in the Bundesliga. So. No,
2: no, no, we have not. Uh women's World Cup updates. The bracket is set. We we talked about those somewhat confusing intercontinental playoffs last episode. Uh they happened. We got our three remaining spots. So uh Chile and, and Haiti played and Haiti won two to one. Uh huge result for the Haitian women. Um It's great for them. Um there's some really, really cool videos of, of the celebrations and the dances and everything also celebrations and dances was uh paraguay and panama panama wins that one nil so felicidades for our comrade umar um really good stuff there as well in terms of just lots of dancing like i, lo- I love all the dancing <laughs> and the party so good for them um did not see a lot of dancing with uh portugal cameroon uh, portugal wins this one two to one but you know So they're going as well. So those are your last three, uh, Haiti, Portugal, and Panama. So brackets are all set. I think everybody's probably seen what they look like. Um, I'm trying to think of the changes here. So Haiti slots into Group D. So that's England, Haiti, Denmark, China. Portugal is in with the U.S. in Group E with Vietnam and Netherlands. And Panama slots in with F, with France, Jamaica, and Brazil. Everything else stays the same. We're about ready. Won't be long. It'll be exciting. Um, Let's we'll figure out how, what we're gonna do if we're gonna do like a combined one with the Daves again. We gotta have Bridget though. That that is a requirement. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the
0: summer is busy for Bridget, so we'll see.
1: Well, we'll try to make it work. Yeah, sure. can, If It'd we can awesome.
0: record them at the TCO Stadium, that's even better. You know. Oh, that'd be fun. Uh, that'd be cool. That would
2: be really funny. Just actually. have
0: them give us the room available. We'll just all record there. I'm game for that. I'll I'll drive to Egan <laughs> for that kind
2: of the year. Yeah. <laughs> uh what else we got? I, I don't understand. Maybe you all can help me with this next story because it kind of caught me by surprise that uh Wendy Fernard probably considered one of the, the best uh women female defenders in the world for France. She says she's not gonna play the twenty twenty three World Cup. She's dropped out of the national team. She says, I can't take it anymore. Do we have more of a backstory on on what exactly happened here? Well it's, no, it's not I was, only... I
1: was going to I was gonna dig into that this week and then it got okay messy, but
0: yeah. Well it's not only uh it's not only uh Wendy Renard has actually been three players total who uh Who've decided not to. So it's um if I'm reading this, uh, well, it's it's M- Marie Antoinette Katoto and Diato Diani will not be playing in the Woman World Cup this summer for it, for the protest, right? After withdrawing from the national team due to bad team management. And this this goes back to the federation and and I mean we've we've reported Yeah, you know, I think we talked
1: about this last year too. Yeah, issues it's, with it's, the with the coach as well yep, being mm-hmm. kind of uh emotionally abusive um
2: that's that sounds familiar yeah i mind. mean if,
0: if you look at 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 at, um, at wendy's statement and i'll read it um says i have defended the blue white and red shirts 142 times with passion respect and committed and professionalism i love france more than anything else i'm not i perf- i'm not i'm not perfect far from it but i can no longer support the current system which is far from the requirements of the highest level It is a sad day, but necessarily to preserve my mental health. It is with heavy heart that I come to inform you my decision to step back from the French team. I will unfortunately not be playing in this World Cup in such conditions. My face may hide the pain, but my heart is suffering, and I don't want to suffer anymore. So, like, we've talked about just like Canada, right? And I think um, France is in in a similar situation, but it's mostly with the management, the way that the team is being under under their current head coach who's come into scrutiny um, for some of the requirements that they're having to do. And just we don't know yet what fully, um, you know, is going on. But the statement from the the Federation is like no one literally is like no one is above the the blue. We will make our statement after our meeting next week or something like
1: that. Yeah, they'll they'll meet on the 28th. So Tuesday and and that's going to be the that's the the key topic.
0: And I and I and I think for for this to happen, it, it you know unfortunately this is uh this is the way that is the only way to kind of create changes to have is some civil um I don't know unrest in some sort of sense or take a stand in some sort of way that of course may bring detrimental um. Uh, to the performances of the national team in a tournament. I'm kidding. Overall, These are big hits,
2: man. I mean, Reynard's <laughs> the captain.
0: Right. And so that this is the this is the way to, to do it in a sense. I that's, mean, that's what the makes Canadian, a The work. Canadian women try yeah. right? the Canadian women tried yeah, and they were forced true. by the, F, the, the the Federation to play. Um, and I think to take this stand um gives them gives it a much better Better figuring out how this is going to work, and I hope things change for France because you know um, all the players that we mentioned that currently have said that they're not going to play or withdrawing their names for it. That's that's freaking huge. Yes, it is. Um, and and the fact that these are not these are not only stars in the moment, but there's also women of color.
2: <laughs> so yeah. now on the other hand, volumes. Go ahead. This this is the well. Let's just say it's the group with Brazil. So I'm like, well, France is gonna fall. Then <laughs> yeah, you know. <laughs> hey <laughs> glass half full <laughs> glass half empty not for brazil <laughs> anyway yeah we'll see what happens that's thank you though for for filling in the gaps though i wasn't i i do remember talking about it but like you know how this thing goes i think it's it memorable. yeah i
1: mean it was happening as at the same time as a lot of the nwsl stuff so it was kind of i think we pegged it on to a few of those shows but um sure. Yeah, there's there's been a lot of that. So
2: um I just got one more thing that it, it happened yesterday. It was absolutely hilarious. Um so the the state tournaments in Brazil are starting to wrap up before the season starts here in a couple of weeks. And uh Goiás by the way is is finally turned it on and like they they have to play a two-leg match with um with the Goiânia team and they beat them 8-3 and they still have to play again. I'm just like, you guys really need to play a second leg if you're going in with five goals, but Whatever. Um, so for the Rio one, for the Tata Guanabara, had a classical Botafogo Flamengo. I mean, this is this is very much like the the epic rivalry, like you know, like Barca Real, all that stuff. And and it was like slapstick. It was hilarious because there was only one goal, and I, I put it on Instagram because it because those little videos that last like thirty seconds, twenty seconds is that's all you need to see for the entire match because <laughs> they they kick off. And the announcers are still talking about the teams, who's playing. There's one pass forward. There's one pass back that's immediately picked off. And he burns down the other end, passes it off to another player from Lingo, scores. <laughs> Here it says one minute. That's incorrect. It was like 35 seconds. <laughs> and that's the one goal for the entire <laughs> match. Like, the announcers didn't even finish announcing the teams <laughs> and this they They're like, oh, um, it's it's absolutely hilarious. So Wow. Oh, Totally worth watching. <laughs> it, it may be, like, I didn't put it in here, but I wouldn't be surprised. If it was, like, the fastest goal in uh, Tasaguanabara history because it was it was so funny. <laughs> and the fact that it was the only goal, too, of the whole match, they just wrote out, like, another <laughs> 89 minutes. <laughs> that's,
1: that's almost worse than sitting through, like, a 0-0. Zero, zero. Yep. Like, you get to the game, you're not even... People are probably still like trying to find their seats and like settling in. And I mean, that that was
0: the most delightful thing. (laughs) Yep. Like, You know, you know those moments at the black heart when like Wes walks away to the bathroom or something else, and team scores. You're like, yeah, that's that's fine. But imagine not even getting to, to your seat or yeah, you you walk to the bar to get your beer to sit down and watch, and they already score and they don't want score again for 89 minutes. That's horrible.
2: That, that was me circa Nessie, like 2008 Oops, to yeah. 2013, oh, yeah. 14, basically. Every time i used the portage on, like, come on. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Right on. We're, we're at a good time here to let Rodrigo go <laughs> cheer on his whatever thing. <laughs> Super important cup. That's
0: right. It's <laughs> my cup. My cup of the cup. It is the cup. It's
2: I'm glad I gotta join you all for a little cup. bit. Uh made yeah, it work I'm a glad little. you're
0: doing well and you're not stuck shoveling somebody out in Wisconsin. So
2: no, no. I had to shovel people out across the street, but not Yeah, Wisconsin. we did too.
0: Yeah. I had a I had a me and Santi were like having a conversation and then like we're in our backyard and all of a sudden like you see this car coming and it's just slowing down. And then Santi goes, Why are the rear wheels spinning? And the front's one nuts movie, and I was like, son, I was like, in Minnesota, the least thing you can get is a front wheel drive car. Mm-hmm. And they're like, Why? Let's so go. That's why. When you that's get a why. rear-wheel drive, drive guy <laughs> right there, it, snow, you go nowhere. I said, and he's like, Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Dad, Thanks, Dad. And then goes back inside.
2: Yep. Right on. Well, I'll thank you too for driving most of the show and appreciate everything you guys do. It was nice to see you for a little bit. Uh, thank yeah. thank you listeners. Thanks too for, for thanks for hanging. showing
1: up. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Surprise. On time. On time. Surprise. Yeah. Yeah. I won't show up on time. Um we yeah, did not Patreon. show up on time. <laughs> we we showed up no.
0: we showed up not on time. That's totally how this works.
2: <laughs> Patreon.com backslash MN football show if you want to support this thing. And uh we'll see what happens next week. It might be another weird scheduling one, but I'll be around for a little bit at least. And then I know you guys are thinking about some guests while I'm in uh, Italia, manchando. It's going to be so much food. I'm going to make sure I go on some runs and do some physical activity because otherwise I'm going to come back. (laughs) Get get ready for
1: the carbo load.
2: That's right. That's
0: right. You're going to take lots of naps, my friend. Probably. That carbo is going to hit you and then it's going to be sunny outside and then you're going to find a spot. And then, who knows, you wake up on a bench in, in some park in, in <laughs> Napoli, and you'll be like, huh, how did I get here? And that's exactly your
2: story. Yep. And I you can't know, wait. I, I, I didn't even think about this. If the Champions League still rolling, we're not going to be that far away from okay, Napoli. Well, yeah.
0: mm-hmm. Get you. Go. Go mm-hmm. to Napoli. At least go to Napoli so you can take a picture of yourself outside the stadium and then be like. Yeah. I'm sure. that Don't they have a statue yeah. of Maradona somewhere in they Napoli? Do.
1: They do. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's that's your that's your that's your homework. Okay. Here's your mission. It's I'm, your
2: mission. Your mission. I'm I'm doing the the evil supervillain beard uh, yeah. beard stroke thing here. <laughs> mm. <laughs> all right, all right. Right on. Well, thank you both and uh, we'll go get next week.